The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shot streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Producer Supreme said we're going to open with some Christmas music today. That's Is a, that Christmas music? I think that's one I've not heard before. <laughs> Where's Jingle Bells or I something? Rudolph that, or something? That sounded like bells. There are bells, yeah, but yeah. I don't. That that's not the Christmas music I was listening to as I was making my way in today. If that indeed that well, is you Christmas want jingle music, bells? yeah. If you got Here, jingle got, bells, I, I would prefer a that. Of jingle bells. What Give was that? Second. Was that the Mannheim Express or something? <laughs> jingle bells for you. That's not Jingle Bells. Hey, you got to get up at the times there, Bill. <laughs> this is the new version. Wow. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's happening over there? We're trying to play Jingle We're Bells. We're trying to play some Christmas music, and Producer Supreme is failing miserably. Hey, that first song sounded like Pink Panther music or something. <laughs> Well, we are live inside the SWBC podcast studio, and I was ready to get into the Christmas spirit. And maybe, <laughs> maybe Everson Walls, who's joining, uh, joining us on location somewhere, can get us in the Christmas spirit with his own version of Jingle Bells. Maybe. Hey, hey, Bill. Yes. Bill, did you did you get my parking space I left for you? <laughs> I, I actually barely. No, I did not get it. In fact, if I would have known you weren't going to be in studio today, I would have gone to your spot, but I didn't know that. So, how you doing, Everson? I'm doing fine, man. Doing fine. Just glad I could join you guys today. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. I know you do, Bill. We missed you yesterday. Well, I missed you too. Had a conflict. And uh, Mickey, we've got a football team arriving on a football field just about 30 yards from us. Yes, and it will be maybe the only real football practice of the week. This Uh, is Thursday here at the Star. Thursday, and that's when they would put pads on. And both teams uh, had walkthrough practices yesterday. So anything you saw on an injury report was basically a – um, estimation. estimation of what they would have done if it was a real practice. So we'll see how things to go, especially in Philadelphia. Yep. In fact, the the projected starting quarterback for the Eagles on Saturday was not in Philadelphia uh, yesterday. It's in Starkville, Mississippi, for Mike Leach's funeral. Oh, he Gardner was. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Of okay. course, he played it for Leach at uh, Washington, Washington State. Washington State. I think he right? may have spoke at. I didn't. I, I, didn't didn't see the funeral. Now, what do you mean speak. the projected starter? The, projected the, by some. The Eagles, you know, <laughs> little gamemanship going on. I think Sirianni. Oh, I don't know. He recovers fast, and uh, he, you know, there's a chance that he can play. And if I'm them, I'm saying the same thing, uh-huh. right? Well, hey, I, I think he was very uh, 
choosy in his words. Uh, yes. Was. Yes. He said, I can throw. That's what he said. Yeah. Uh, basically, I can throw. Yeah, that's what he said. I, I, you know. I'm sure he could throw, but how well can he throw? That's the difference. And I, you know, and if if you're looking at this logically, you've got the team that's leading the NFC East. They're leading the NFL in record, the NFC, and all they need to do is win one game in the last three, and they clinch both things, right? Uh, so, uh, why would you push the the envelope on your? Uh, MVP supposedly quarterback and send him out there and play uh, when he's got a shoulder, a right shoulder uh, that probably will limit him if he does anything today in practice. Uh, I ain't buying it. You're buying. I, it. I can't. I can't see them. I, I, there's no upside to me here for them to let him play. Right, guys. I mean, you want to go into the playoffs with with Minshew as your starting quarterback? <laughs> but but also, uh, you know, I think even with the with Minshew playing, I still think now there's an outside chance, of course, if Jalen doesn't play. Let's say they want to rest him, and let's say their defense has issues uh, with Minshew at quarterback, they could, you know, drop a game or two, and then it could make things a little interesting, right? If we, especially, of course, like we talked about yesterday, Spags, as, as long as we keep winning, as long as we keep taking care of business ourselves. Right. So that could be something that can happen. But, you know, I don't know if you want to chance your quarterback getting hurt again. You ran him 17 times against the Bears, right? Do you want to bring him in here to a team that's pretty desperate right now to stay, you know, at a certain level in the playoff hunt? I mean, we're in the playoffs. But we we could probably improve ourselves depending on how we finish out the season. Yeah, and and I just don't think they're going to take that chance. And, and if they do play them, they're not going to call seventeen running plays. Right? Might, <laughs> might be a different story in Philadelphia if the Cowboys had beaten Jacksonville on Sunday. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Right. They they've got some cushion now where yeah. they can afford to rest him a week and. Uh, or rest him. They could afford to rest him three weeks, depending on the severity of the injury. Uh, probably. And depending on how well they, they play. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. If they just get that one win, it could be at New Orleans uh, the next week or the Giants in the last week. And think about now, New Orleans play. They play in Philly, right? I think it may be. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and think about this. You know how frustrated defensive guys get when they're chasing a quarterback they can't catch. Because if they get them, they're going to give them a little bit extra, right? Uh, you, right? You take out your frustrations and you hit them and you hit them hard. And when he's running the football, he, he's got no more protection, right? He, he, he ain't sliding if you didn't. He's now a running back. Right. He is officially a running back. So, I mean, I'll guarantee you the Cowboy players will be looking at that. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why in, in the – in uh, the NHL, it's upper body and lower body injury. That's all you get because they don't want anybody to know what's hurting. And if they know the quarterback's got a bad shoulder and he act- they actually call a quarterback draw, I'll guarantee you they're piling on pretty heavily. And, by the way, the Eagles do close at home against New Orleans and the Giants, two home games. Oh. Yeah, so this is their – yeah, how did the Cowboys get road games like that? Well, the Eagles. Three of the th- last this is four. well. The Eagles 
this is their third straight road straight game. Straight road. Yeah. In fact, I think every team in the league may have a stretch of three straight road games uh, uh-huh. like that uh, at some some point. Or the Cowboys just had a stretch of three straight home games prior to going to Jacksonville. Right. And so they they with this seventeen game schedule, you're getting that more often. So now you get. But, three but the out Cowboys four. are actually they've got three out of four. But yeah. if the Cowboys don't win this division, which is, is looks like it's going that way right now, the Cowboys are going to be playing six of the next six of seven on the road, Mickey. Right. Actually, if you count the Super Bowl, Super Bowl that would be seven seven out of eight on right. the road. Right, Everson. I caught that, Bill. <laughs> and that. that's pretty good. <laughs> and if they win that first playoff game, and it's probably the the fourth seeded uh, division winner, right, Tampa Bay, it, the uh-huh. way it looks, right, you win that game, and if all the other division that, winners, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying is yeah. if 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 the playoffs hold, if yeah. the if the top seeded teams right. win, the Cowboys would be potentially playing on the road. No, no, but what I was going to say is you're going to have to play Philadelphia again. Yeah, you would you would play the top seed if you're the lone wild card team left. You're going to Philadelphia, so um, that always brings in well, you got to sell out to win, right? The yeah. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philadelphia doesn't have to show everything thinking, well, we might have to play that team again. So it would be interesting to see how they would go against it. But you realize, uh, Mike McCarthy pointed it out, I think, after we walked off, that, you know, they, they, they've they prepared for Jalen Hurts, right? So they know what they've got there. Uh, but Minshew played the last game of last year against the Cowboys. So they had yeah, to that prepare was, for him. That was pretty, that was pretty bad. That was yeah. pretty bad. Well, it was 51-26. Uh, he was, I looked it up, he was 19 of 33 for 186 yards, uh, two touchdowns, uh, one interception, three sacks, uh, with a quarterback rating of 81.1. But at least he has started games uh, in the NFL. He's started 22 of the 30 games he's played. Um, and he actually thrown um, 37 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. So uh, not terrible. Um, but this year, he's only attempted four passes. So he hadn't played a lick uh, until Hey, Spags, hey, I have a question. Uh-huh. I have a question. You kind of You kind of slid a little statement right in there. You said if you're going to play a team two times, mm-hmm. like, you know, almost like back then, you're saying that but you said the teams are not going to show everything that they have. Is that what you said? Well, I was saying maybe Philadelphia can do that. Are you saying that, that teams are tanking? Is that, is no, that, no, that, no, 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 no. Is that your official no, statement no, that you're making right here? No. That coaches do no, tank in the NFL? I did not use the T word. Whatsoever. I know you did, but I believe that's I what was you're saying. Trying. If you have some things that you want to do that you don't want other teams to know, those unscouted looks that Mike McCarthy talks about, you might save that for the playoffs. Yeah, that that sounds like reporter talk. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> I had, it was not any any part of my mind when I said that. But if you want to bring it up, that's fine. <laughs> Um, by the way, that game you mentioned, the Cowboys and the Eagles, to close out the regular season mm-hmm. last year, which was, as you mentioned, a 51-26 to Cowboys win. Gardner Minshew, uh, his weapons that he had in that game uh, included 
Jalen Rager at wide receiver, who's now a Minnesota Viking punt returner, basically. Uh, Quez Watkins did play in that game, and he's their three, third receiver now. And Devontae Smith did play in that game. They, most notably, they did not have a guy named A.J. Brown on their team. Yeah. And Miles Sanders didn't play in that game. So, but they, well, they, had they already clinched a, a playoff spot? Were, they were, am I wrong? They, didn't they finish, like, no? I I was trying to remember. That would take too much work to figure that out. Right. Well, yeah, they, I mean, obviously they did make the playoffs, yeah. Cuz they and they and they probably rested and said, "Okay, we got we can't. Well, they finished 9 in uh Not, 9 and 8. 9 and 8, I said. So nine they and seven. they obviously they didn't need the win to make the playoffs, as Everson yeah. just said. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Right. They, that was the last game of the season. They lost it big and uh, then they lost to Tampa Bay in, in the first round of the playoffs. And as for the Cowboys, they still have uh, illness going through that locker. I don't know why I go in that locker room. By the way, I started. Can you put your mask on I started, going in? I should. I started sniffling today, and I was like, "Well, yeah, I was in that damn locker room." You know, Micah Parsons not going to be here today. They told him to stay home. He's got an illness, and there's a couple other guys that uh, that have illnesses in the family, so they're making those guys mask up. Um, so yeah, it's just it's they they just can't seem to get past all that. I think every team uh, and, and around the country, right? What, and every family in the yes, yes. country is going yeah, through this absolutely. right now. And uh, how do you think these kids are doing? Thanks, <laughs> back, thanks, back. You can go in there all you want. But don't go in there and then come back into the studio room, okay? That's okay, right. okay. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right. that's right. Well, we had we had a tour coming through, so you can't see that, but uh, <laughs> and it's a bunch of kids too, so. Uh, so, but if I've already had the flu, then I can't get good. it again, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> Hey, that's a good one, bro. That takes me back to 2020. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I think you couldn't get it for three months. I say even the NFL followed that, right? With Amari Cooper, it, didn't he have it? And then he didn't have to get uh, vaccinated. And then in his, uh, whether it was three, whatever the date was on it, and then late in the season, he. I thought that was COVID. That's what that's what oh, Everson's oh, referring oh, to. Oh, twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at my notes. I'm sorry. I oh, wasn't you got more notes on that. Oh, that. I got a lot of stuff we got to talk about today, including, and I guess we're. I'm trying almost, to time the break to where you can I'm go out on tease the. Tease it too. Okay. I'm trying to time it uh, to where you'll get the most benefit from our break by seeing what's on the field. Oh, that's right, because they were. Uh, we're going. Are we watching the second hand? Uh, the second hand looks like we have. We got. Six T seconds. seconds. Yeah. T seconds. Uh, I was going to say we need to pay attention to the court cornerback position. Yes. What they're doing there because they said it was mm-hmm. open competition, and as Everson and, and I talked be. about yesterday, it's like, well, how much open competition can you have <laughs> with five guys? Right. You got an idea what you want to do. Now you're going to give guys snaps what you're thinking you're going to do. Well, I've got. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that Trayvon Diggs will win the competition. Competition. Yeah. Okay. okay. Very good. And uh, Deron Bland will come in second place. For, for let, my... let, let's be let's be clear. They were open competition was only for the number two cornerback <laughs> position. Let's be clear about and you that. You know what? Okay. And it might be for the number three spot too. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we come back here and talk on mix shots. All right. In a moment. Okay. 
The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back. To mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now. 214-225-4860, and that will be kpostcompany.com. There you go, Bill. That's much that's more better. like it. That's a little better. Much more like it. That's a little better. Imagine hey. the guest on NFL Network is Rayshawn Jenkins. Uh, have they come out with the Players of the Week? Well, maybe that's why he's on. I don't know. It doesn't say that, but they gave all his gloryful uh, stats he had in the game. Well, they were. What, pretty... What's the story on him, uh, Bill? I know you know everything about him. What, what, what's the story on that guy? He had 18 tackles and two picks. <laughs> big six. That's all I know. <laughs> he's got no background on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the Cowboys didn't either. That's why they he had such a good game. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, he uh, well, he obviously won the AFC Defensive Player of the Week award. They awarded it for the first time ever as soon as that game was over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a joke. And Ray Let me find Ray Sean here. I'm surprised you don't know his college background, high school football team. Come on. How many sports? Uh, you know, he was a big free agent pickup from the Chargers for them. Okay. Okay. 
Started 14 games last year for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but people weren't paying attention to Jacksonville. No, then. they weren't. They yeah, were only paying attention. It was a, pay, it was a different situation. To whoever with the head coach was. That's right? exactly right. Yeah. And his, they appear to have cleaned that up. Yes, in a, in a major way. And uh, Doug Peterson was, and the Jaguars were rewarded by the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. You saw that. No. What did I? They sent them. How many cheesesteaks? No, they did not. They did. Oh, yeah, for their victory over the Eagles. Is that is that is that bulletin board material? <laughs> Going to grind that in? Cheesesteaks. You know that was pretty cheeky right there. You know that, right? Uh huh. That's right. That's, that's that's real. That's real cheeky. I mean, give me a break. That's like that's like us. That's apparently, that's that's, that's, that's bulletin spending. board material for Everson Walls. There. No, no, no. Okay. Less than less than some uh, uh, braised uh, shoulder. Uh, to uh to the bears you know gray shoulder meat whatever to the bears you know? <laughs> i mean come on man we can, we can do this all day deep deep dish pizzas to chicago <laughs> that's right <laughs> mickey what did you see on the practice field i uh, very hard to tell if they were still in special team or individual drills so yeah, not very much. So what? Okay, let's hear your speculation on what well, they might do at cornerback. See what you think, because Evers and I talked about it yesterday, uh, and I thought they did it a couple plays in the game on Sunday uh, after they decided that Kelvin Joseph they couldn't like put up with that any longer. Uh, when and it was very rare, but I thought I saw out there when they went maybe two tight ends, uh, they kept and two wide receivers, they kept Bland as an outside mm-hmm. cornerback. And I'm thinking, and, I, and Everson and I had the discussion yesterday, can can one guy like that play two spots in the same game? Like if Philadelphia just goes too wide, could you have Bland out there on corner and then move him into the slot? Or I believe uh, Mullen and uh, – Alexander have played in the slot. I, I definitely Alexander has at his right. size. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, and yeah, and that, that's the determination as well, Spags. When you think about the personnel, right? If you got two, if you have two tight ends, two wide receivers, yeah, it's a no-brainer that you're going to have Brand outside, right? Yeah, I, mean, I would think so. Right, right. But and then you are, this your opportunity to have a safety. You know, one of the bigger corners, even just one of the bigger corners. To cover inside on a tight end, you understand? Yeah, and that's, that's what curse—that's the matchup problem. And that's yeah, what curse curse would do. Uh, right. Whichever guy's the best, uh, the best uh, receiver of the bunch. But even if they go three wide, would they think of just leaving? They think Bland's better and. So I mean, I mean, Bland played sixty-five snaps against Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, and you know, Diggs played seventy, so he only missed five snaps. Right. So, so Joseph, are, Joseph had 37, and Wright, where is Wright? Wright had 19. So they were they combined for 56 snaps. So if you were if you were if they were in three wide, which which option is easiest to help with double coverage? The guy in the slot or the guy outside? The guy in the slot needs more help. Okay, but but you can do and that. It, it, I'm it, saying it you can do it, right? You can do it with uh with what? what you a saying? safety. You can, can you put a safety over yes, the top you can. and with, help? With with help, you can put a safety on him. I, I wouldn't like to do it, 
Yeah. But with help, you can't put a safety on him, especially somebody like Wilson. You know, he's a little bit smaller, maybe a little niftier, uh-huh. right? Uh, I wouldn't want to put a curse on a, on a slot. Yeah, not no, no, thing. not curse. Yeah. I was thinking of, uh, yeah, depending on who the corner was, uh, you could use Hooker, right? Well, yeah, Hooker, Hooker could stay inside because he has the footwork for that. Uh, but if you're going to get a big man inside, a, a bigger uh, guy, you're going to have to go with uh, with some some type of help. Because they they did have a couple snaps with Nashawn Wright. He moved into the slot, and I can't remember who told me, uh, but someone said that Wright is capable of playing in the slot. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they how they mix it up, and a lot of that is whoever's gonna the extra corner who's gonna be eligible is gonna have to help on special teams. Because uh, although I guess Kelvin Joseph could go back to special teams, assuming he's active, right? Well, here, sure. here's you know yeah. we we had talked about this guy in a long time. This would be a real nice time for him to step up and show what he can do. I don't know what he's been doing in practice. I haven't heard anything about my boy Marquise Bell. Okay, I've been seeing that number forty-one appearing on the on the field. You know, occasionally, you know, somewhere around the ball. Uh, is it just? out of the realm of possibility that he has the ability to get in and make the play at all on, on regular down? Bell, and Bell got six snaps on defense against Jacksonville and uh, all the special teams reps. The previous one, two, three, four, five games he was inactive. Inactive, right. And against Chicago he had 15 snaps on defense and uh, he has totaled – 22 snaps on defense this season. So he hadn't had much experience, but he is somewhat versatile uh, as a safety. McKenzie Alexander is the guy that the I'm guy intrigued by, think, just yeah. because of uh, his stature. If you're looking, if you if you decide to play Bland outside, and I'm assuming Alexander, being a 5'10 cornerback, is more yes. suited to yes. play. Uh, inside, and he's got, you know, he was at Minnesota. Start. He was a second round pick of the Vikings back in uh, 2016. Was with Minnesota for four years. Got signed by Cincinnati. Start. Played 13 games. Started 10 in 2020. Came back to Minnesota last year. Played 16 games. Started five games for Minnesota. Uh, and there's coaches on this staff who are familiar with his work in Minnesota. So. He's got good footwork. He's got the stature of, right. of a cornerback. And so he's the guy. Yeah. So he's yeah. the guy that might be the saving grace for the secondary right now. But it, Mullen is But Mullen has, has done playing. it this year. Yes. Right. Exactly. Right. Now, but he's a 6-2 corner and uh, his skill set may not be uh, suited for inside. Right. And the other well, and what about experience? What kind of experience? And, and his experience he has, get back over to him. He he's also a guy who is a second round draft pick of the Raiders in twenty nineteen, okay, out of Clemson. And with the Raiders. Both Clemson? Both yep, Clemson? yep. Both of them Clemson. <laughs> and he started ten games his rookie year with the Raiders. He was a sixteen game starter his second year in twenty twenty with the Raiders. Five starts last year with the Raiders, and this year with Arizona, uh, eight games, no starts. Hmm. And so he was he was he was active for eight games, but he wasn't 
uh, active defensive. I'm looking for his snaps now. I got to find his snap counts. Arizona this year, 124 snaps on defense. And with Vegas last year, 229. So not a lot of defensive snaps. Uh, but he only played five games. He was only uh, healthy for five games last year with Vegas. So there's your numbers on him. Those are those are the two guys that we don't have enough information on because we haven't seen them in a game and we can't watch them in practice. Yeah. So, but I, I think that's between... what we know about their experience in the league. And that's but those are guys they acquired because they knew they needed help and they needed they yeah. need, they knew they needed help before what happened in Jacksonville on uh, Sunday. So how about this? I uh, I I just Mike McCarthy kept talking about uh, big plays big play moments. So I went and looked, and they consider a big play 20 yards or more, uh, runner pass. And, and when it came to big plays uh, over this season, the Cowboys offense has 58 plays, runner pass, uh, of 20 yards or more. The opponents have 36, and six of those uh, for touchdowns, 28 of them. Uh, were passing, I mean, 28 were passing, five were touchdowns. But in the last two games, uh, the Cowboys uh, have given up eight, uh, eight, eight long, uh, 20 uh, big plays, in other words. And of those big plays, seven of them have led to scores. And every one of them, including one against Indianapolis, the game that Brown went out. After he went out, one occurred. And mm-hmm. all the rest in these last two games without Anthony Brown on the field. Now, I'm not saying they were all to his side and whoever was playing there, but the six passes uh, of 20 yards or more have all occurred uh, or uh, since Anthony Brown went out. So, obviously, they've got to think they've got to do something in the secondary to help out. And it all, all, oh, by the way, coincides with these last two games only having one sack. So Yeah, I think that, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. That they, definitely has a lot to do with it. Not just the lack of sacks, right. but the lack of pressure as well. Yes, absolutely. And speaking of Anthony Brown, I don't remember if we talked about this my last time on the show on Monday, but you look at the Cowboys' last eight games, they've got six wins and two losses. Right. Both losses in overtime, blowing double-digit leads. And in both those games, Anthony Brown not being out there was a big reason why. He had, he had a, a concussion, concussion against Green Bay. about that. He had a concussion against Green Bay, only played 23 snaps. And so Kelvin Joseph played 41 snaps in that game, and that was the game where Christian Watson went off on Dallas for three yep. touchdowns. And no so then Anthony was back for the Minnesota game, the Giants game, and then suffered the Achilles injury against Indianapolis. And, of course, that was a blowout win. The next week he got Houston, and they, you know that was a close game, went down to the wire, but Houston's not a threat. Jacksonville was a threat, and the secondary got exposed without Anthony Brown. And, of course, they had lost Jordan Lewis prior to the Green Bay game. But so those, the, two, those are the only two losses were, and there's a lot of, uh, cornerback issues in both those games, and this is not just a consequence, a uh, uh, coincidence. I mean, uh, the most big plays the Cowboys have given up this year in one game, 
Green Bay. The second most, four in each of the last two games. So when everybody's wondering what's going on with the defense, well, you're missing two of your top three corners. You're missing Jonathan Hankins uh, in the middle. And this last game, all but five plays, you're missing your leading tackler in Leighton Vanderish. And, and really, you look at the difference in where Philadelphia is right now as far as the makeup of their entire roster and where the Cowboys are right now in the makeup of their roster, which the injuries that have occurred on the defensive side of the football for the Cowboys in particular right now, and with Terrence Steele at right tackle also. Yes. And you lost Ter- Tyron Smith for the bulk of the season until this last week, is Philadelphia has been healthy. They in that's what it is across yeah. the board. That, I mean, the their deal. biggest that's loss so far has probably been Dallas Goddard. Well, they lost Gardner Johnson in yes. the secondary. Yes. He was playing great with six picks, uh, and um, that is the only loss really. And they've had a couple on their. They have so much depth on their defensive line. They've had guys like Jordan Davis was out for a little bit, but in the meantime, they signed Sue and Linville Joseph and uh, Robert Quinn's on IR. hadn't done anything for them yet. Uh, so, but on their offensive line, there's been, they've been vert, as I mentioned the other day, they've only missed 265 snaps from the five projected starters on their offensive line this season, while the Cowboys are at 1,246 missed snaps. Thanks to Tyron Smith. Tyron Smith and now Terrence Steele going right. down. Absolutely. Hey, now, now let's, let's, let's be, be clear about it also, guys. Not only are you missing the bodies, okay? The de- we have depth. That's okay. But that depth may not have the experience. Well, and, it's, and that's where we get lost in the shuffle. We can get guys out there who are very capable of playing, but they don't have the experience of playing as starters or getting a lot of playing time during the ball game based on all of these injuries. And Everson, it's when you lose multiple players at the same position, and that's what's hurt the Cowboys at cornerback right now. It's, I mean, yep. you can sustain. you got enough depth if you have one guy go down in one position group. Uh, you build your team that way. But when you lose two of your top three corners, now you're playing cornerbacks four, five, and six on your roster. And the matchup problems continue because you don't have that uh, luxury of matchups. You know, you're going to lose the matchup problem, not just in the ability of how they play, but who you're going up against, but also, once again, the experience in the particular ball game in this situation. You got young guys out there. You know, come on. We talked about it getting a little tight, you know. (laughs) Things start getting tight. You start thinking a whole different way. Next thing you know, you have no point. And And that's what you worry about. Well, and to be honest, I mean, on the Kelvin Joseph draft pick last year, I mean, this is his second year. And what Trayvon do in his second year is a second-round draft pick. He went off. That's right. And then Nashon, now they had multiple third-round picks. And admittedly, they knew he was a project to coming along. But when you draft a guy in the top 100 and he was late third round, uh, you're you're hoping he eventually will be a starter, uh, not necessarily in the first or second year. Well, now they need him to step up in his second. But really, he's into his third year. I mean, they play. He's you know, it's but third. he hasn't played. Hey, let me tell you right. something. Exactly. Right. right. He had at one point. You have to have guys that are going to outkick their coverage. That's okay? right. I mean, you, you and they did that with Deron Bland. They, there you go. Thank yeah, you. That's yeah. one right there. That that yeah. young man realized his potential early on, and he followed his path. 
you know, it's, it's other guys can do that. There's a whole bunch of Michael Downs and Everson Walls out there who just not going to believe the hype. You know what I mean? They got enough pride. Well, they're going to go out the way Bland has been doing and just play whoever it is uh, as best as anyone can at cornerback position. Okay, Mickey has more on his legal pad, and hopefully we've got some really good Christmas music coming up next. (laughs) (laughs) We paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere Zero Turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Give the gift of the Cowboys this holiday season with a Dallas Cowboys United membership. Gift your super fan an annual fan club membership and fan pack for as little as $20. Tis the season. Learn more at DallasCowboys.com slash United. I'm pausing. like you're reading with a magnifying glass. <laughs> I think you need to clean your ears. Oh, music to my ears here. Oh, that's a version of Jingle Bells. Just not any old time stuff. No, it's not. Okay, we're going to... No, that's the I have, like, ASCAP BMI that I have to find music that we can actually play. <laughs> and not... Because if I play stuff that, that you know... I have to find this on our network music stuff. So. They're going to find you if you play. Well, no, we they know. just will shut your podcast down. That's what happens. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. So. Well, well, you want people to listen to your podcast. We don't need to listen to any music if you don't want to, <laughs> then, Producer Supreme. There you go. All right. You want me to go back to my big pad? Yeah, you got something? Because I've got something otherwise. Yeah, I thought it's worth mentioning that Franco Harris, you That's exactly what I was, where I was going to go. passed away. With the 50-year anniversary of the Immaculate Reception coming up this week, 
I believe. Yes, it's and in fact on Saturday night, uh, the uh, oddly enough, the NFL scheduled the Steelers to play the Raiders uh, Christmas Eve night. It's the Saturday night game, and Franco's number was to be re- or is going to be retired. Yeah, and he was to be honored there right. on, in Pittsburgh on Saturday night. Seventy-two years old. Mm-hmm. Everson, did you have the opportunity to play against Franco? I did. Uh, it was at the end of his career. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, he was. You know, he was having a tough time by then. Right. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> at that time, you had Bradshaw himself. Uh, Star Wars played until around eighty-five or 80, 87 or something like that. Lynn Swan ended up leaving around eighty-three, I think. So yeah, when I came in in eighty-one, we kind of, I kind of caught those guys at the end of their career. Had good matchups with uh, John Starwood. But, uh, yeah, Franco, uh, you remember, he ended up going to Seattle and That's finishing right. out his career. And so, yeah, that, I thought that was a sad moment in his career because he really did believe in, in the, Rooney, the Rooney family. Uh-huh. Uh, he trusted them with all. Uh, just a quick note, uh, my mom made me go to this uh, union convention, Players Association convention in Albuquerque in 82. And this is you know, all starting to lead up to some of the benefits we have now. But way back then, I wasn't even a union rep. I was two years in the league. And uh, I heard amongst all of the fussing, people, you know, mad about management. You had players in there fussing about coaches and negotiations and how the teams treat them. Franco Harris got up and said, I love the Roonies. He, took, he went against everyone in the room. He said, the Roonies have been good to me. I love the Roonies. He said, there's no way that I can consider striking against them because that's what the whole convention was all about. Right. And I, 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 I thought that was one of the more unique moments in my life because, you know, you see somebody like that who's so strong. And, uh, you know, of course he was on the wrong side of the fence on this one, but he still had the ability, the strength, and the, the courage to just come out and say, guys, I love the movies. They've been good to me, and I'm not going to go against them. So, and then to end up with him being in Seattle, Soon after that, I thought that was very telling about his uh, how his career went. So the Mackin reception was December of nineteen December twenty third, nineteen seventy two. Right. So this is the fifty year anniversary uh, is coming up on Friday. So I remember where I was. Were you watching the game yes. by any chance? Yes. In fact, I still consider it to be the greatest day of watching football <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I remember it was well because because no no Everson you remember this being a Cowboys fan growing up the immaculate reception was not even the greatest comeback that day it was it was it was the divisional playoff round so this is a playoff game mind you both of these were playoff games and the early game. The Steelers beat the Raiders on the Immaculate Reception 13-7. to mm-hmm. The late game, the Cowboys played at San Francisco. San Francisco, that's right. Craig Morton actually started at quarterback, and Roger Staubach comes off the bench. And in the final two minutes of that game, Roger, Captain Comeback, Roger Staubach, throws a touchdown pass to Billy Parks with two minutes left in the game. And then Tony Fritch with a behind-the-back onside kick that was recovered by the Cowboys, and then uh, it was Staubach with the touchdown pass 
to win the football game for your Dallas Cowboys, 30-28. to 28. The Cowboys actually trailed by 15 in the fourth quarter of that game, 28-13, to 13, kicked a field goal in the fourth, and then those two touchdowns in the final two minutes to win the game, 30-28. to 28. I think that was the game when Larry Cole might have been rolling around on the on field. The field. That was the one where Larry Cole was yeah. rolling around on the field. So was that, was that the second straight year they beat San Francisco in the playoffs, or did they beat them? Because they beat them two years in a row. Okay. and uh, One of them was a lower-scoring game. Well, and the, the Ron Sellers, by the way, was the one who caught the touchdown pass to win the game, 30-28. Right. Uh, to 28. Uh, And, yeah, the, the year before, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl the year before. Right. And uh, that was a playoff game. As I go back here to '71, they it was the conference championship game against San Francisco. It was a 14 to three win. So Cowboys then uh, went and beat Miami in the Super Bowl 24. So what I remember by when they beat them in the second straight year in the playoffs '72 mm-hmm. with that comeback, yep. it cost Dick Nolan his job. Oh. Dick Nolan, the former Cowboys assistant coach, was the head coach of the 49ers at the time, and I believe uh, he got fired after that season. And, and that was that was my position coach. And then he came back to the Cowboys so he could coach Everson Walls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nolan was still the coach in 73. 73? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Nolan right. was still, and they went five and nine in well, 73. So and he was still the coach in 74, Mickey. Oh, I thought they had <laughs> he was, fired But they went six that. and eight in 74. <laughs> and, and it wasn't nearly as dramatic. Right. As yeah. <laughs> but it started the downslide, right? That's true. That's true. Didn't help. Didn't help. Uh, Maybe in '75, Mickey, he was still the coach in '75, <laughs> and they went five. Well, and there nine I that go year. for trying to remember and fifty years. So ago. finally, okay. Monty Clark became the coach in 1976. So in okay, let me go back to '75 just to see if three losing seasons. Right. In well, a row. I don't know why I'm looking at '75 because they obviously didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So, but, so it was the hail mary that knocked. That, Against Minnesota, the costume you know, of I, I got to tell you, it, it was it was that San Francisco game. Uh-huh. It, it kind of made you start believing that you know what? Every week we might have a chance, right? You know that kind of started the whole uh, culture. You know what I mean? I mean, Don Meredith was amazing in some of the things that he did with Bob Hayes and, and his running backs with Dwayne Thomas and those guys. But you start thinking about it wasn't just Roger, but it was the ability to, for Tom to call those plays. He finally put his trust in one quarterback. And to me, that kind of started that whole culture of, you know what, at any time, as long as we're in earshot, we can win this ball game. And as I recall, what, what happened that season, Staubach got hurt. Because, because Staubach won the job after in 71. No, he got hurt in training camp, right? right? in 72. Shoulder. Right, yeah. but... Well, he got hurt a number of times in his right. career. Yes, he but, did. <laughs> and so you got to figure out, okay, what year was that? But it, obviously in 71 was the quarterback shuffle game right. uh, against the Bears, 23-19 loss. And then uh, Landry made the decision to go with Staubach. They reeled off 10 straight wins and won the Super Bowl that year. Then Staubach yeah. gets hurt in 72. and uh, But he came off the bench in this game. Morton had started. I believe it was a sprained shoulder. (laughs) 
just to where we started the show with a sprained shoulder, right? <laughs> AC joint? Uh, I, I think he ended up having surgery, too, okay. and it took him a while to recover. Um, but, yeah, uh, maybe that's why. Is that, when the, is that when the Redskins hit him on the goal line? Uh, it was a preseason game he got hurt in. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no. Houston, maybe. And I remember that game because I was on – my freshman year in college, I was on semester break watching the game at home. You're talking about the, the immaculate, immaculate reception. reception. Yeah. And uh, I remember running. I was watching it in the living room. I yelled at my mom who was cooking. I said, oh, you got to come and see this. You're not going to believe it. And unfortunately, 50 years ago. Wow. And uh, the Staubach injury did come in preseason in 1972. It was against the Rams, and it was he was tackled by Marlon McKeever. I remember that name. And, yeah. see, my memory was good there. I just stretched it a little too mm-hmm. far. Yep. So... But it was it was to this day fifty years ago on this Friday, December twenty third, nineteen seventy two, was my favorite day watching football. Well, Everson, were you old enough to watch the game? He's my oh, uh, age, of course he was. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're the same I look, age. I just, I just look good, Spags. I'm really all right. Good all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That does it for this edition of uh, Mix Shots. And Everson, you will be joining us again tomorrow. I sure will, sir. Okay. I will be right here waiting on you guys. I will be, me and Chris will be waiting on y'all to get in from getting a parking spot. There you go. All right. And I can't wait to hear what uh, Christmas music that uh, Chris finds <laughs> for on his allowed. I think, I think, we, should, I think uh-huh. we should all contribute to this. Obviously, he needs help. No, yeah. it's his allowed he's list. Got, yeah, Let's he's, remember. He's limited. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with so. that. Yeah. <laughs> limited selections. All right. Uh, we'll shout at you again tomorrow on the next edition of Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!